Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, this hour brought to you by uh, by Habitat for Humanity. Thanks to them, we're able to bring you this this program this hour. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. You can call in or text in either way you get in on the program using the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. If you call in, you'll talk to Rick Solon. He will talk with you in a very calm voice. Uh, he promises that just for today, though. So don't have expectations beyond today. Um, did I mention that we're also on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook Live. You can watch this. It's uh, this whole thing. Although, if you... If you find yourself easily disturbed by frightening things or um, things that are completely inappropriate, um, you may not want to watch. Just, just a warning you, because some things can it, they can happen here at any time. Anything can happen. Um, it's it's almost frightening. So, just fair warning. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four whatever the number is is the Better Hearing Center talk at text line 785-7914. I don't I wasn't told have you do you, were we supposed to give away any tickets today, Rick? Do we have tickets where there's no to you, to nobody, your knowledge? Nobody nobody woke me up for that. Okay. Meeting. I it's I don't think we have any. I don't after the big ticket palooza yesterday, I don't think we've uh, I don't think we have any tickets to give We should have saved some for today. Yeah, I know. I think I think they wanted no, us good. to give away all yesterday for some reason. But we then, should have went to Moon Tunes and, and made it rain from the stage. Oh, that would have been great. Like that would have been great. All six tickets. That would have been. <laughs> here we got these here tickets. Here you go. Yeah, we gave away some tickets yesterday. That was that was hectic. That was frenetic. We were going. We were going to town. Us guys giving away tickets. We don't have anything to give away today. I mean, maybe we get paper clips or something. We give away some paper clips. I don't know. We'll see. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Again, is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, Lacrosse Park and Rec Director Steve Caroline was on with Mike Hayes this morning, and uh, and I have to admit, if you didn't hear it, it was really it, it was really interesting, and it uh, it shed some light on you know there's a there's a hundred people or so that own these the little boathouses on the river. And um and those people are they're they're like they're scared now. They're just angry. Angry a little scared, a little angry about being targeted by government. They're not sure which government. <clears throat> their their ire is directed at the city of Lacrosse. But it sounds like it, which is not a surprise because the DNR is the DNR, but it sounds like the DNR is really there's been a refocusing on sinking the sinking the boathouses, getting rid of them. And uh, I was I'm a little fascinated. I'm going to bring some of that back because I was fascinated by a couple things that he said. It was just really, uh, I mean, he had mentioned this stuff during a public hearing last week. He'd said something about how you know, we're trying to do what we can to keep up with the D- DNR demands, but it it's. It sounds a little bit like um, 
and and you know you have to take everything that anybody says in government with a little bit of a grain of salt, right? But uh, and I don't know if I don't know if the uh, State of the Cross is going to battle for you, but uh, it does sound like there's a it's a really over the top effort underway by the DNR. Um, to take out those boathouses. Is Rick, uh, is Jane said she nearly hit somebody? No, a... she, I think she witnessed it. Okay. She didn't actually nearly hit somebody on a bicycle because I didn't think she's a... one of those recumbent. Okay. All right. Well, bikes. let's find out from her. All right. Let's get Jane on the uh, on the line. Jane, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. Hi. I mean, I know we can um, share the road. I don't mind that. Or they, we have the bike trails and everything. But when they go into a regular turn lane and semis can't even see these people that are in these bikes that they're laying down in, right. I, I'm, I wish people with those laying down bikes, because I almost saw a guy getting smucked by a semi because he turned in the turn lane so he could turn instead of being in the bike lane and... You can't see you can't see someone laying down. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So so did he yeah. really nearly get hit or was it you know, was it was it close? He, he, he was a near, it was a near miss. It was okay. a near miss. I mean uh, lucky the guy went to the other lane. I mean he went into my lane in which I stopped. So I was in a straight lane and the bicyclist was in the you know? Yeah, yeah, so okay, yeah. It's just kind of cut over, and, and you, you, semis cannot see, you know, I mean, I, I got a short car, but, right. I mean, even regular vehicles, sometimes you got to really watch for that flag that's, that dummy flag, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, to even sure, know that sure. there's something yeah. in front of you, you know yeah, what no, I mean? I, I hear you. It's, it's just, it's just scary. It's okay. scary. All right, so. And I think the boathouses, yeah. they should try to get them historical, because boathouses, been around since forever that if they got them historically documented that they've been here you know i mean then that would help if they they did that yeah actually and and jane and I believe that that step has already been taken. So um, I, I don't think that that's um, yeah that's I think they've already crossed that that bridge. So I think that they are they have a historic designation right now. Uh, it doesn't oh, it, it doesn't offer them complete protection, but there are parts of state law that does allow them some a little bit of extra leeway and I and I, I don't have it up in front of me right now but because they are historic in nature there is or there's a historic designation for that that group of boathouses there are some limitations what the, what the state can do but that being said there is um you know I there does seem to be some effort underway to get rid of them there's no question all right well I right. will I will send that warning out there uh Jane and I appreciate you calling in I think it's a good reminder that uh you people can't uh, see you as well as they think they can, especially if you're laying down in the road, right? Uh, in in a recumbent bicycle. All right. Well, Jane, thanks so much for the call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I I have to admit, as a frequent bike rider, I don't. I you know the recumbent bicycles seem extremely comfortable. First of all, more so I think than a regular bicycle. Although I've never been that uncomfortable on a bicycle. You know, it seems like a pretty efficient way to ride a bike, the way a bike is set up, a regular bike. But recumbent bikes seem pretty cool. I, like Jane, don't really get that confidence that people have being two feet off the ground and then having hoping that this little orange flag that's waving from the top of your bike is enough to... 
uh, let people know that you are there in front of them. Yeah, I don't really get that either. I'm with Jane on that one. Um, I just, it doesn't seem real, real bright. Which is funny because, you know, I imagine the people laying down on those little recumbent bikes that are, you know, foot and a half off. I think, I feel like their helmets are a foot and a half off the ground. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like you've got, you know, the couple, and we're talking about like the racing recumbents or the the real zippy ones. Not the kind of chill, have a cooler on the side. Popping a Bud Light recumbent. We're not talking about that recumbent. We're not talking about the recumbent where you got a grill on the side and you're cooking hamburgers and hot dogs and you're tooling along and your kegerators on the front. Not that recumbent. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the ones where they're it's cut later called like the cheetah, you know, and they go they fly down the road and there's like zippy little and they just then there's this one little tiny orange flag waving at the top and you're hoping that everybody can see that 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 recumbent. Yeah, I don't know if that's heavy traffic, turning lanes, big. I'm with Jane on that one. All right, 608 785 7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785 7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. So I guess I would be interested, and I know I have some boathouse listeners out there. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. Um, and I also want to know from. People who use the Black River or the Mississippi River, do you ever feel slighted that um, there's a limit of use that you have because there are boathouses out there? Do you do you ever feel like they're just squatting and they're t- they have they have rights to the river that you don't? I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about that? Because that actually. That is, I've heard people in government say that. That there is something that boathouse owners have that the rest of us don't. Do you feel like that's the case? 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. More to come. Stick around. The Catholic solution to the health care problem is here. Paying too much for your health care costs? Solidarity HealthShare is a health care... The Cross Talk BM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center uh, in that nifty new one location at 1101 Main Street in Onalaska. Isn't that great? You just, you just go to one place right across from St. Pat's uh, Catholic Church there. And uh, if you can't make it there, of course, they still make house calls. So, Better Hearing Center. Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 608 785 914. I was talking about houseboats a little, or boathouses, not houseboats, but boathouses. That's what they're called here. Uh, and we all know what they are, little floating cottages on the Mississippi and Black River. And uh, if you're a boathouse owner, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about this uh, latest crackdown on the uh, boathouses? It appears that it's uh, it's coming from the DNR and not the City of La Crosse. Uh, although the City of La Crosse has certainly been the target of anger from boathouse owners. So I'd love to hear from you if you're a boathouse owner, but this is what I have heard about 
boathouses. Yeah, there's only a hundred so different boathouses out there. But they take up space along the waterfront. And it's that's a it's in some way a privilege, right? Do you as a non-boathouse owner feel like you're getting slighted somehow because they got that place on the water and you don't? 608-785-7914. Let's go to Jack about this very issue. Jack, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I don't see why anybody should feel slighted. I mean, would you feel slighted because someone has a boat and you don't? No. Would you feel slighted because someone has a, a camper or a motorhome and can use state campgrounds and you can't because you don't have one? Mm-hmm. That sounds more like jealousy than feeling slighted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there is only so much waterfront, of course. Yeah. So they get to use that waterfront. Yep. You know, it's, it's there. You know, I don't see the big deal about it. I've, I've owned a boat. I've owned a motorhome. I've owned all this stuff. And I've never felt slighted because someone owned something I didn't. Yeah. Even I, if it's a limited number. I mean, there's a limited number of some cars. I can't afford to have somebody can. Good for them. I don't feel slighted. Okay, so it's just it's just property along the river as far as you're concerned. Yeah. All right, fair enough. And Bye. these people have a right to use it. They've had that right for years. I don't see a problem. I why would I can't understand why anyone feels slighted. To me, it's more jealousy than slight. Yeah, and, you know, and, and look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And there was, you know, uh, the history of some of the legislation that limits the improvements that can be made on boathouses, which is what this is all about. The history of that legislation is based on the uh, idea of equality, essentially, that they get that and you don't. And so the laws on the books essentially promulgated on that very concept, whether that's real or not. 608-785-7914, are there any of you who feel differently in relation to that? Is there a reason why uh, there shouldn't be uh, boathouses along the, uh, on, on public waterways? It's, it's essentially, you know, it's property they don't necessarily own. What do you think? 608-785-7914. We've got Carl on. Carl, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I have a boat, and I've been on the river pretty much my whole life. Um, I agree 100% with the last caller. Um, what about marinas? What about um, hosts on the comas that have docks? I mean, how far are you going to go with this? Mm-hmm. Really? Is my feeling, and I guess I'll just leave it at that. Right. Well, and I appreciate the call, uh, Carl. I, I mean, the, I, I would say that the difference that, like, for marinas, um, you know, they're paying for the uh, they're paying for the privilege of operating a business, and depending on where they are, right? Um, the like for Nokomis Avenue, I guess. I, in all fairness, uh, I would say that um, yeah, that's true. They have docks, and they're in. There's, let me get that. They have docks and they're out in the water, but, um, you know, they just like anybody else who owns property on the water, they, they own that water frontage, right? It's kind of weird when you start talking about 
waterways and riparian rights and all that kind of stuff, there is a strange, it's a different view of, it's a different kind of feel to the law. But I've always just, I, I love when I get to go on somebody's boathouse and hang out. It just seems like you are on just like it's a deck on the water. It's, it's just, it's a cool thing. And you know what? You're flood proof. That's the other thing. Cause it goes up and down. You're never gonna get flooded. When the water goes up, your house goes up. When the water goes down, your house goes down. That's just the best. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 785-7914. We'll go to Eric next. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I'm not so sure about this. Uh, that boat harbor down there we're trying to suck as much money out of people as they possibly can. One thing I know for sure, I'm 67. And I, as long as I can remember, I've always, when I went to La Crosse, I was in Sparta, I've always seen these bowhouses out there. But now the DNA, DNR wants to run them, run them the hell out of there. That's a, isn't that a cultural heritage? Maybe they could, maybe the, they could put this up for a cultural uh, um, restoration type product where they could keep it there. I mean, these people will stop it and I think to destroy anything they possibly can, any heritage of La Crosse. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thanks. People will stop at nothing. The If I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong if you know, but I, I believe, and I think this goes back, I'm going to go seven years maybe, that the boathouses received a collective historic designation. We'll have to look that up. I, I feel like that's still in place. Let's go to Scott next. Scott, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yes, um, just to let people know that not all land dweller or lakeshore owners own the lakefront. I live in an area where the shoreline is owned by the, I believe it's the Army Corps of Engineers or the DNR, I believe. Because okay. I cohabitate, I am one of like 12 houses in the country that cohabitate in a wildlife refuge with uh, shorelines, like a you know, human cohabitation on the shoreline within a refuge. There's really? Like my house in three or four down the way, and then six or seven in Winona. Wow. Do you get Everything te- else is outside of the refuge. People can go up and down and camp on my shoreline if they want to really? for four days. <laughs> really? Do you have... I do can you, wake up, you... <laughs> there could be a tent in my backyard, and I couldn't do a thing about it. What an adventure that must be. Do you have? Do you get a tax break for that? You know, I'm not even sure, but I, I do know that my I'm zoned agriculture. Okay, my taxes are really low I'm sure on the lake. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Okay, I've never yeah. heard of that. Well, I can have chickens too. No okay. roosters. <laughs> right, no roosters. <laughs> I, I have never heard of such a thing. Do you like it? I mean, is it okay for you if you if I'm knowing that there's maybe somebody camping in your yard at some point? You know, I, nobody's ever done it, and then I actually like it so much. I bought the house next door to me, so I can run it to fish. I can run it to fishermen. So that's coming soon. I got to get a new septic put in, and right. boy, okay. if there's anybody out there who wants to put a septic in my house, I'd love it. All right, and, and, get, you and, know, and I could give you a number on Saturday. All right, I'll call Tony Stretcher. Okay, do you do you have to? Right. Do you have to? Where, before go. you go, do you have to clear the uh, like if you if you set up a rental deal, you, you got to clear that with the with the Army Corps or what? Do you have to do you have to work no, this out? I had, no, to, I had to go to the county though. I okay. had to go to the county and uh, make sure everything was okay that we were going to 
do a um, special condition sure. permit because right. we're not right. we're renting under thirty days. All right. So and that all got cleared. It's just that we found out the house has a bad septic, and okay. uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, clearly it is. Well, I, I, you're living yeah. you're living on the edge, my friend. There's no question. It's uh, right on the water, baby. Right on Here the we water. go. Let's go to Hungry Point on the river. All right, I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. This is all right. A, all right, Lacrosse yeah, Talk VM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. If you have something, if you have a situation that is similar to that, I'd love to hear from you. If you are a boathouse owner, I'd love to hear from uh, any of the boathouse owners uh, who listen to this program. I know you're out there. If you'd like to talk about what you have heard from the city of Lacrosse in relation to uh, the demands uh, for you in relation to the new license agreements. Also, you know, because a lot of what this discussion is based on is this idea that boathouse owners are getting something. That you don't get. And maybe that's why they should pay more. Your thoughts, 608-785-7914, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Well, you asked for it, and they listened. The Habitat Restore is not... Man, that is some jam. Damn! 608 785 If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, talking about boathouses in La Crosse and uh, the recent efforts to... A, a new, well, let's just, there, there's there's a new licensing agreement that the city is working on with the boathouses. And the perception that boathouse owners had is that, and, and it may yet be turn out to be correct, is that there is a, that there are some in La Crosse City Hall that are, feel like they're getting a, getting a free ride and they need to be reined in a little bit. Now, that is not what La Crosse Park and Rec Director Steve Caroline told Mike Hayes this morning when he was on this morning and said, look, you know what, it's the DNR. They have suddenly got a wild hair up their butt and decided that they were going to go around and look at all the boathouses and take pictures and compare those pictures with pictures they'd taken 30 years ago and uh, and have all these complaints about these boathouses that have been improved uh, more than they should have been improved. This is the crazy thing about these boathouses. Is that, and this is why I say, I've said before that the, the purpose of the legislation about these boathouses all along is for them to go away is that they only allow you to improve them so much and you can't change them structurally. And so one of the things that they have found that is out of compliance with their regulations based on state statute of these boathouses is that they have railings. Some of them have railings and back in 1988, there weren't any railings. Yeah, that's how loony it gets. So there is, there still is not, I don't have a, a gr- I'm not certain. I'm not certain that all that we're looking at is the DNR sharpening its axe and taking a couple swings. I'm not completely certain of that, but it's not out of the realm of reality, right? That happens. In the history of boathouses, it has been 
pretty a pretty normal thing to um, to kind of go after them, if you will, because they're 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 something that not everyone can have, but they're largely tied up on public land. So they get access to the waterways via public land. And for many years, didn't, didn't pay anything for it. Now, there, there's, there's property taxes that those boathouses pay, right? And, I, and I've, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're a boathouse owner, I believe it's personal property taxes. And beyond that, there's also, um, you know, there's this license fee that the city of La Crosse wants to charge. $500, $1,000 if you're a non-resident. Which is a fair chunk of change. There, that's not nothing. Uh, we did. Uh, Greg online says because uh, somebody compared that to uh, people who live on Nokomis in Lacrosse, who are, you know, they have docks that go out into the water. And Greg says the folks on Nokomis are paying dearly for it. Pay up, and you can have it. <laughs> um, and I think. I don't know how many people feel that way that 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 these people somehow get more rights to the water than you have but that that seems to have been what has been the driving force behind creating rules that uh, that legislate that regulate boathouses over the years so anyway that's that seems to be to me what's what is occurring there are a couple things, and Greg also says in relation to, because there is a, a rule on there, which is kind of one of those Fourth Amendment, oh my gosh, are you kidding rules? There is a part in the new license agreement that allows for a an inspection of the boathouses after 24-hour notice. So if the city says, hey, 24 hours, we're coming aboard, hope you're ready, then they can do that. I think a lot of people have kind of freaked out about that because, well, it's scary in terms of uh, personal property rights. But on Facebook, Greg says, if these boathouses are indeed floating on the water, what gives them more rights than our boats? Our boats can be searched anytime with no reasonable suspicion of a crime, probable cause, or a warrant. I didn't know that. Is that true? I thought they had to have a warrant for that. Hmm. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. So I'm sorry, is Max is an actual boathouse owner? Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Did you get? Did you find out where he is? No. No, okay. I know. He's, he's on the water somewhere? Yeah, he's on the water. Okay, okay. All right, let's go. Let's go to Max, then an actual boathouse owner. Max, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Where are you? Um, where, where are you taking me? Where, yeah, where is your, where is your, where about? You don't have to tell us exactly, but where about is your boathouse? Um, over by the Copeland Park there in the okay. cross. Okay. All right. All right. Do you, have you looked at these, this new license agreement and what do you think? Well, I, uh, you know, I heard about it. I saw what they, uh, put on the news. Um, there was a meeting that took place, and it didn't sound like really anything um, got set in stone. Sure, yep. Um, 
I know that they're going to be moving forward with the insurances and that, uh, you know, the city wants to definitely have insurance too. And that's just for liability, yeah. you know, for people getting hurt, not so much the boathouse is getting burned down because bottom line, they don't really want them there. Right. Okay. Oh, so you believe that you actually believe they don't, you don't, they don't want you there. Um, as far as uh, the city, because they did mark them as a historical site, right? Right. right. Um, I think the city does want them, and I can kind of understand why they don't want um, you know people modifying them because they are historical. Um, maintenance is the biggest thing, but when you start making it, um, you know, wider and bigger, then um, you start running into problems, and I think that's. Uh, that's something that I wouldn't mind if they regulated, you know, just uh, the main size and the look of the boathouse. But as far as the railings go, I, that's just a safety concern, and I think anyone could put a railing on a boathouse. Okay. So is it's reasonable to improve them to the extent that it, it you can maintain them and keep them safe, but um, yep. But you're not interested in put, making creating basically a palace on the water, right? Right, exactly. You can't really do that. I mean, um, as, you know, just like historical downtown, you know, they can't be, it's kind of sad when they rip down one of those big, beautiful buildings and everything changes. Sure. All right. Same and also, I think trying to keep it, that that would be great. Um, right now, I just inherited one, um, and it's not in the best shape, and, and so I had to rip everything out, and as far as I know, I can replace every board in that boathouse as long as the doors and the windows and the size of it all stay the same. You can't add windows, can't add doors, and you can't make them any bigger. Right. But you can replace every single board. Well, I'm curious when you say that you know, I'm by inheriting one, does does that feel like a good thing or 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 a, a, an anchor, if you will? I mean, is it is it good that you inherited one, or is it is it something where it's going to just cost you a lot of money? Well, it's uh, definitely going to cost a lot of money for the upkeep. Um, that's the most expensive thing okay. with the boathouse. The, the taxes and everything else sure. is really nothing um, besides the maintenance. Um, that's the biggest thing. And they have uh, rules about adding metal under the water. Okay. Um, you can't have the metal barrels anymore. Right. I'm, I couldn't get an answer on if I could build um, you know, a metal foundation for the boathouse. Mm. I don't know if that's possible. Okay. Um, but it's really hard to talk to anyone about it. Last time I was at the county buildings, I was probably down there for about four hours. Um, I went to every single county building, and everyone kind of pointed me in the wrong direction. Um, got a phone number of the lead DNR guy that takes care of the boathouse issue, and I've left him about three messages, and he never gets back to me. Okay. And so yeah, I I, I, I want to know what I can do. Sure. So do you, I mean, it sounds like you you don't know exactly what you can do. I mean, you have some idea, but it sounds like you still have questions. It, it, is it just a, a it's basically you just need a, to that to be more clear itself? Yes, exactly. That's, that needs to be clear. And I, I heard you earlier say, oh, well, it's about seven years ago when they were marked as a historical site. Yeah, I think it was, a, was um, it I know, 2012 or 20, something like that, wasn't it? Or... Somewhere around there. I know okay. I remember it happening because yeah. before that, um, you it was ridiculous amount of permits that you had to get to do anything to them. Right. And, you know, they'll make you wait for years before you do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, and, do you um, still need permits, though, don't that, you, Max? Don't you still need permits to uh, do repairs on a boathouse? Yes, you do. 
Yes, you do. And um, it's, um, God, I think when I asked, it was around $300 for the permit. Mm. And wow. what you would do is you would just add everything that you can in in that permit. Okay. Everything that might go wrong, you just add it all into one. Oh, okay, okay. And all it right. all falls under the same category. I got you. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody just sent me a note said it was 2007. Wow. 2007, 2007. that it was gotten uh, given a historic designation. So there you go. Huh, okay. Well, I didn't realize cool. it was that Well, I'm glad they did that at yeah. least. <laughs> Do you feel it gives um, you extra protection or is it more limiting? Is it is it more limiting to have a, a historic designation? It sounds like you feel it's a good I thing. I felt like it was more protecting, yeah. Okay. All right. You going to keep it? Yeah, I'm I'm working working on it. Uh, it was my grandfather's, and then my dad's, and now it's mine. How, how long and, has it been? Uh, how long has it been in the family, then, Max? Oh God, I think um, my grandpa had it in the fifties. I think. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. So you're going to hold on to it. You know, this is become going to become your second job. You realize that, right? Yeah, it already has. <laughs> it already has. Max, I, <laughs> I I really appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. Hey, not a problem. Have a good day. You too. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, Max, hearing from Boathouse Owner. <laughs> I mean, I would want to, I would, oh, man. The thing is, if you have one of these things, you absolutely want to do everything, right? You want to, I would believe, there's 100, it's less than 110. I think it 104, I believe, is the number. 102, 104, something like that. That's That's all there is. There's not going to be any more. That's it. That's it. So, and that's usually how they change hands too. They usually get passed on. It's usually family, family uh, owns uh, the boathouses. They get passed along from generation to generation. Sometimes they go up for sale. Not very often. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the Air Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. You're listening to the Titan F Talk. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Got a message on the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line from a listener who said, got a boathouse? I'll buy it. Yeah, if they do, if they do go up for sale, they don't last long. And typically, no one's no one's hanging a for sale sign on their boathouse. Let's just put it that way. For all the headaches and all the times that the DNR comes after you for your boathouse, and all the all the all the times where the city is, uh, uh, it seems like they 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 don't have your back, and you know they want to charge you a thousand dollar fee. Nobody wants to get rid of them. I mean, why? Right? It's like your floating cottage on the river. If you are in any kind of way a river rat, if you are if you in have any desire to hang out and fish and boat and ski, you're not getting rid of that place. Not in any kind of way. But it's actually that scarcity and that lack of access in some way and the fact that they're docked on public land. Uh, that's, that's the reason. That's part of the reason for legislation over the years that has been aimed at trying to 
I don't want to say even the playing field, but kind of make it more, make the the ability to access that as a, a regular human being, give that, a, put us all on more equal footing that way. All right. 608-785-7914, if you'd like to join us here on the air, 785 79 we're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Uh, let's see, we have, yeah. Oh, another listener. Uh, something security. Huh, I don't know. I don't know if I quite understand what. If you text slower, <laughs> sometimes you can be more precise. With how you're, uh, with how you're going about it, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Let's go to the phones. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, are they uh, are the bulldozers subject to any property tax? Yeah, they pay property tax. I feel like it's a, it's, I, I believe it's personal property tax because it's not real property. But I believe right. it's, I, I believe it's personal property tax. I mean, these people do get, they have tax bills, uh, so and they are getting. You know, they do, but I believe that's how they're taxed, um, and I, I guess we could clear that up with somebody, but they definitely pay taxes. I've never yes. heard of a prop, personal property tax. What's the difference between that and regular property taxes? Um, I think it's just the designation, so it's not real property. It's, uh, so there's, you know, and I don't, I, I'm not an expert in this in any kind of way, but there's, you know, you get taxed in different ways uh, for, for different types of property. So if you're a business Parts of your business get taxed. Some of them don't, depending on what you, you know, your what what you what you have and what you use. Um, personal property taxes. I, I don't I don't know what all what all can be taxed under that, but uh, it's not basically it's not real property. So real property okay. would be would be something that your house basically. So I don't. It, it's, I I pay business taxes under the prop. Personal property tax. I don't understand how that works either. Okay, I really wish that I I had more answers for you, but that's not something that I I I'm not particularly, you know, I'm I'm not up on that right now. So I don't have I I pay taxes. I have somebody else. I have somebody like else that. take care but of my taxes. Still, it, you know, they're they're nickeling and diming us to death. Um. In relation to what? This is taxes. nothing new. Personal property taxes have been around forever. Nothing new. Yeah, here. I know, but okay. still, though, property taxes is going to go up because of the expansion of the cross center. Business taxes. Okay. Well, I haven't made any significant purchases, so it it depreciates a little bit, but still, it's sure. All right, you're 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 feeling some pain, is what you're telling me. Yeah, but not like a hundred dollars at a time, but like you know, ten bucks here, ten bucks there, fifteen bucks there. It all adds up. Okay. Yeah. No, it does. No, no question about it. It certainly does. Yeah. Okay, I, thank I, you. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I, I, we should have like a tax show so that I don't. I'm not saying things that are not true. That would be ideal. <laughs> That'd be new though. That would be something entirely new. We have our wisdom news and views cruise tomorrow. It is uh, pushing off from the dock at 6.30. We're getting back at about 8.30. It broadcast. Mike Hayes will be live on Lacrosse Queen. Uh, I think you can still get tickets. Go to the website and find out, I guess, radiostuffstore.com. But uh, we'll be all there uh, tomorrow morning at 
uh, breakfast is included in that uh, big old cruise. Should be fun. The weather looks good. Uh, bring a jacket, by the way, if you are taking the cruise, because it might be a little chilly in the morning, depending. I mean, it, there's the boat is, is certainly, you can go, you can get out of the cold, or the cold, the chill, or whatever it is. Whatever it is in the morning at that point. But just know that that's uh, something that you might have to uh, put up with, just in case. All right, 608 the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. There is more to come. Stick around right here on Wisdom. I'm Christine from Mr. Electric. We are an electrical contracting company. I didn't know about radio, didn't know about branding. Across Talk PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. And this hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Yeah, that's right, Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. They're good people, making great beer. Um, if you would like to find out what they're up to, just down the, download their free app or your phone. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is how you want to get in touch with us. It's 608 785 Seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen, and also on Facebook and Twitter. And you could send me an email, Mitch at fourteen ten wizm dot com. We are on uh, Facebook Live. If you'd like to watch this uh, happen, we were noticing earlier uh, all the comments coming in in relation. We had this uh, conversation yesterday: the potential relocation of the Hiawatha statue. It's hard to say right now. Somebody asked me if that's somebody I got here this morning and uh, somebody asked me if that was actually going to happen. And I can't possibly predict that. Um, But what I have heard with the Hiawatha statue is that there is a fair amount of support for just allowing it to be moved, for allowing that to happen without any sort of, you know, yeah, let's just get, let's just get done get it over with and get it out of here. Um, and I think the the thinking what is what I'm hearing is that the sooner this is done, the sooner we can get past it. That's that's what I'm hearing. Uh, I I don't I don't know if that's a thing. If you subtract the Hiawatha statue, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's a thing where people stand there and or or if there's if they focus if people focus their anger on City Hall, whoever. May, eventually makes the decision. If somebody focuses their anger on City Hall based on something that's no longer there, is that happen? I mean, did the, the torches and pitchforks come out if the Hiawatha statue goes away? Or, or is this really just one of those collective shrug things? Because I think the idea is that, you know, that whole, well, it's just going to blow over kind of thing. And especially so if it's a statue that simply goes away and is no longer there. I think it's what they're counting on, but I think that they're, the ideas pull off the bandage now and the family's willing to do it. Let's get moving forward on it. That's my understanding. So, yeah, so whether it actually happens, uh, I don't know. I think so. At this point, it sounds like there's it's people in City Hall very receptive to this idea. But anything could change, right? 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join me here on the air, uh, if you'd like to, if you have any any uh, reaction to that or uh, thoughts about uh, 
you know, we talked about a little bit about it yesterday. Um, but uh, 608-785-7914. Now, we do have a severe thunderstorm watch in effect until 11 o'clock tonight. So thunderstorms out and about, keep aware, be aware of that. It's a watch, not a warning. That means it could happen. We do have uh, thunderstorms likely tonight. But for the our cruise, our river cruise tomorrow aboard the Lacrosse Queen with breakfast, and Mike Hayes, broadcasting live, looks pretty good. Looking pretty good. It might be a little chilly in the morning because we're getting down to 60 tonight for a low. All right, Lacrosse Talk, PM and Wisdom. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. We have a severe thunderstorm watch out there until 11 o'clock tonight. Beware. Beware. Let's go to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. And how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I heard you talking about boathouses. Yep. I got some shirt tail friends down in Brownsville, Minnesota. I mean, this isn't lacrosse, but boathouses are going anywhere from 80000 to $120,000. Really? Well, that's, a nice, that's a nice piece of change, ain't it? Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do they, do you know, do they have some significant regulations on boathouses down there? I well, mean, I'm, I had some friends down there that tried to make their catwalk about, Eight inches bigger. This yeah. was 25 years ago. Okay. And they got a little letter from the DNR, had pictures of it, measured it before, and told them to cut off that extra eight inches. And this is 25, 30 years ago they told them to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think they should pick on these big violators in the country for polluting and stuff like that instead of a boathouse owner. Yeah, one of the things that Steve Caroline said this morning on Mike Hayes is he did, he, what he said is, I don't see who they're hurting. And I guess no, uh-uh. that's no, one of no, the I things mean, I that I'm curious about. Years ago, somebody lit it on fire and sent it down a river. Come on. No, down by Swift Creek. Really? Down by, yeah. Oh, lit wow. it on fire and sent it down a river one night. Ended wow. up down by Chutz Landing. Huh. Beautiful. Of course, this is 60 years ago. Sure. Know? Okay. Yeah, right. And then another thing. <laughs> I checked downtown last night. Yes. They got that fixed that I was telling you about in front of Duluth Trading Company. Yep. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think they just took a little uh, saw and sawed a square patch and then put some coal <laughs> mix in it. Two, two and a half weeks. Well, it takes some time. You got to get things. Yeah, I, people got to do. Yeah. You got to move some things yeah, around. got to plan out our day. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-794. Uh, number three, keeping an eye on roads for us. Keeping an eye on roads. We got a little bit of, I had a road discussion with uh, Paul Mettinger, who's a city council member in La Crosse on the, on the south side. We talked about Losey Boulevard. He's hoping that Losey Boulevard is one of those things that get funded for uh, next year in the city of La Crosse to get, uh, to get fixed. It's like $2.8 million, what the request is. Uh, which is not nothing, obviously. What's amazing is that Lacrosse Street, which the city wants to fix because the state won't, it's a state highway, 
Well, Cross Street, the, the price tag on that is has fluctuated from, I think at one point they thought it was going to be like $22 million to fix it. Now it's down to about $10 million. I don't know how that happens. But, uh, yeah, I was going down 3rd Street today in La Crosse and bouncing around. And um, it isn't, it really, when, although it is, it is a mess, agreed, and it's kind of rumbly, when you get right down to it, it, if it's, it's just, there's, it's bumpy. It's a little bumpy. It's kind of just like you're, you're bumping on down the road. That's all there is to it. In fact, if you think of it as, man, I'm glad that's breaking up the monotony of all the flat pavement I've been driving on recently, then you, you know, it's kind of a nice little change. Or you could think of it like you get to try out your driving skills, driving down this incredibly bumpy road. That's another possibility. All sorts of different ways to think of this. I was hoping that someone who has some knowledge of this would be able to call us this hour. And um, I have to admit, I've run into, and I, I haven't had an opportunity to do any research, but I've run into a bit of a uh, a bit of a wall when it comes to uh, a tax question that Tom asked last hour. Tom asked about personal property taxes and. Uh, I, I don't I don't have an answer for that, so it, if if I could get a couple of answers from people who might know, first of all, is it are when you own a boathouse? Because this is where this question came from. If you own a boathouse, are you paying personal property tax or are you paying property tax? I'm assuming it's personal property tax because it's not there's not land connected with your boat, right? You don't own the land, it's, so it's got to be just the boathouse. So I'm assuming it's personal property tax, but that's what you're paying, right? Unless I'm am I unless I'm missing something here. And then Tom asked for differences between prop, property tax, uh, personal property tax, and and uh, personal property tax and real property tax. And I, I always think of property tax, real property tax, as like the land and improvements on the land, and then all of the stuff that's not connected is the personal property tax when you own basically own a business, but I think it applies in this case, but I don't, I don't have a good answer for that. So I was hoping somebody could fill me in. So if you're that somebody, feel free to give us a call. 608-785-7914 on the Better Hearing Center Talk and text line. What was the other question? Did I have another question? Maybe I didn't. thought I did. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Chris. Let's go to Chris next. Chris, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, I just wanted to uh, put some input on with the Hiawatha statue. And one of the things that I remember as a kid when we would go down to Riverside Park is there was always an electronic box. Um, you could push a button and it would talk about uh, the historics of the three different rivers meeting. It would talk about how it impacted uh, trading and such. And has it been discussed at all? And I apologize for being naive on not knowing 100% listening all the time. <laughs> but, right. I mean, has there ever been talk to where we could, or, or the different groups, the Ho-Chunk Nation, the family of the artists, you know, the city officials, to where we could collectively work together and use this as a benefit to teach about the historics of why it's there, what that area means, so that essentially kind of along the lines of a historical marker. Yep. 
um, mm-hmm. where people could you know, collectively, again, work together for that. Has that it, been discussed? It is my understanding that that's been part of the conversation. that Because they, they've had these meetings at times, uh, from time to time. I, they're not regular meetings, but they're meetings in, in City Hall that involves a couple of city council members and members of the Ho-Chunk Nation and a few other people. I don't know who all is involved in this thing. But I know that's come up. Uh, that the idea of utilizing this as a as a teaching opportunity and that as an educational focal focal point, but I, I don't I don't I don't think it's gone very far. Uh, I think really yeah. honestly, this latest thing with moving the Hiawatha statue, this is something that they're going to grab because they they then they don't have to do anything else. Then there's nothing. There's no other discussion. Then once it's gone, the discussion is over, and then you know nobody has to do anything or think about what to do with it or have any kind of educational anything, then they could just pretend it never existed. And so that, I think it's, that's, I, my guess is that's why it's, it's going to go, is that, um, you know, I, I think people are just relieved that there is, uh, there's a possibility of moving it somewhere. So, but but that, that has been... different friction on it, the actual location of where it's going to go to where it may upset some other people and then kind yeah. of a continuation, but a lessened burden. Yeah, I mean, it's going, it's it's heading over to Caledonia, so uh, it's going to go, you know, in a farm field, essentially. It's going to go out in the middle, mostly in the middle of nowhere. So, and I don't know exactly, we don't know exactly where it's going yet, just yet, but somebody who has a business in La Crosse who owns land out there, and and, and it's the original home of uh, Anthony Zimmerhockel, or uh, near the original home of Anthony Zimmerhockel, so uh, there's some, you know, I guess it, it, gives, it makes sense in some way. But that, but that idea right. about making this an educational thing, yeah, that has come up. So it's, I, I just, okay. I don't think anybody really latched onto it though. And I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I mean, when you think about it, it takes, and, and whether you could incorporate that statue into that conversation, I don't know. Would that is that? I think you could, right? That could be part of the conversation. It's, there's, there's some, it, you know, it's a historical, that is an, an historical artifact in the city of La Crosse. Um, it represents, well, it, it is, it, it is, it is a remnant of a, of, of a time, late fifties, early sixties, that we, that as a, as a place in time, we probably know, we don't know enough about. So I guess that's another part of it. All right, 608-785-7914. Oh, man, it's an interesting... That's an interesting issue. It really is. And it's it's funny because this is something that has... So we a lot of comments on it, as you can well imagine. The moving of the Hiawatha statue... Just a tremendous number of people that are enraged with the very idea of it. Uh, and then some who, like, so we had this, uh, like, this woman on Facebook says, this is Ho-Chunk land, and our Ho-Chunk friends and neighbors have made it clear the statue does not honor or represent them. It's time for it to go, and if the family has an opportunity to keep it intact, that seems like a worthwhile compromise. So we get that viewpoint, and we get others who are just, they're livid that anybody would think that that, that the statue should ever be moved. Six zero eight seven eight five seven. 
The Crosstalk <laughs> cross VM on WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914. Where does that live, by the way? Where does that video live? The lip sync video. It's right on our website. It's on our so website right now? We're going to post it to Facebook here in a second, too. Explain what this is again. Um, it's just like a lip sync challenge. I don't know why it started, but a lip sync challenge has kind of like gone, hit hit sure. the nation. Big time. And um, police are challenging each other to sing, to produce a lip sync video or something, I guess. I don't really know why it started. I don't, I don't care either. <laughs> like, I don't want to know. Like, I don't need to go, you know, Trump, Russia, I want to get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> lip sync challenge, yeah. I don't really need yeah. to waste any time okay. thinking about it. Uh, so the sheriff's, the La Crosse County Sheriff's Department has put together their own lip sync video. Is it department or office? La Crosse Sheriff's Department? Department. La Crosse Sheriff's Office? La Crosse Sheriff? People? I put an office in Sheriff's the story. Department? They're going to be pretty mad if they're a department. I mean, I'm going to go probably either. That's a okay. department. It's an actual department. The sheriff. Just say sheriff. Sheriff. A sheriff and his boys. If you just say the sheriff and his boys, that pretty much says it all. <laughs> Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, we're reviewing the Lacrosse County Sheriff Department lip sync video. So it's a lip sync challenge. Is there money that they raise or is it just them? This is the part where I don't really need to. I mean, they didn't put anything on their page. That's, you know, because like, you know, there's been these challenges where the ice bucket challenge, the ice bucket challenge oh, yeah. went to. And now I forget what that went to. But like I don't know. this hasn't. Yeah, there hasn't been. a. Hmm. So uh, one of our people, Brad Williams, is in the, uh, the, the sheriff's department lip sync challenge. Can- now, okay, so when I used to cover high school sports... you got to go to our website to see it. <laughs> when I used it's to cover really high school sports, it was... We kind of refrained from having columns about... We didn't really pick on, like, the, the high... If the team was bad, like, yeah. for a while, Winona High went 0 for 8 for, like, four years in a row. And their, you don't football really need, team. You don't really need to yeah. pick on them. You yeah. don't need to be like, oh, they're you're not going to blow hard. Like, if the NFL, they're professionals, right? Like, you could blow hard. Okay. Can we blow hard against the, <laughs> this video? <laughs> In other words, can we constructively critique them? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I don't know what how how blowhard works as a verb in that particular way, but can we perhaps offer them guidance in how to be better performers? I think we could do that. <laughs> There's a number of different ways where we could make suggestions to improve what they have. Put you only out get there one shot at this. They don't get another. They Can't don't they get another just take that down and do do it over? <laughs> could they do it over? I mean, they put themselves out there, and that's a good thing. If you want to see it, go to our website. It's going to be everywhere, but you can go to our website at wisdomnews.com to find it. <laughs> it's, but the problem is they don't... It's, it's a lip-sync challenge where they don't... They're not actually lip-syncing. They're not lip-syncing, really. They're, they, a little they're, bit. They seem like they're mumbling. More mumbling. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of lip-syncing. So there's a video. So. It's a It's a video. It's sheriff's deputies that they're dancing, and they're well, lit- at the beginning. They arrest two women for drinking some wine. Okay, so there's acting. There's no apparent reason why they're getting arrested. Disorderly conduct, fighting, domestic violence. Oh, they are fighting a little yeah. bit. Okay, I just thought it was just a regular. So old. there's there's dancing, there's sync, lip syncing, and then there's some um, a- a- act, acting, mm, something. I mean, there's a couple of things Cameo, here. So they, uh, some... they throw the two women on the ground and arrest them. I don't think they throw them on the ground. Well, they throw one lady on the ground. 
Just I, drop her on her face. I don't think they did that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> at, uh, at about 41 seconds. <laughs> There's a cameo appearance by... I mean, it's by... not like they're stepping on her on the curb, you know, on her face on the curb. But they yeah, throw her to the ground. And at the end, they're dancing with uh, inmates. I don't know. What, what a... are we doing? There's a cameo appearance by several people from the media in this video, including our own Brad Williams. He gets a little He's bit wearing orange Crocs with his orange jumpsuit. A little bit of time in the limelight, and um, it's a little, it, it's a little cringy. <laughs> I'm, a, yeah. So you got to see it. You got to see it to understand what we're talking about. But there's this whole. No, you have to see it, but you're not going to understand it at all. <laughs> like I don't think you're going to understand it. I don't understand. I'm going the speed limit for the next like week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! But the uh, end, they're, they're all, at, the, at the end. They're in jail. They're all they're all on the balcony outside the cells. I imagine those are cells. Dancing, they're dancing with inmates, and they're all just dancing with the, with the inmates. That doesn't seem right at all. I don't know if you should dance with inmates, especially mm-hmm. the one you threw to the ground earlier. Yeah, I don't like, think you dance with you don't dance with that one. You definitely. Don't dance with that one. They say that there's no tax dollars used in the production of this video. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, if there were tax dollars used, it'd be a hell of a lot better. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Hand it to them. They put themselves out there. They made this video. They're, they're dancing. They're, and, and some of the dancing is quite... Um, White? It's remarkable. Let's just put it... Let's put it that way. It is, it's, it's interesting what they do in this video. <laughs> uh, I hope it raises money for somebody. That's all I can say. I hope somebody gets some money out of this. I don't know who it would be. Are they, so uh, this is the other thing that I'm not entirely certain of. So our people were there. So we had two people from the, from our, uh, from our building in this video, Brad Williams and, and, uh, Brian Simpson. And and then a bunch of other people from television and whatnot. I think Tara Johnson's in the video somewhere. I think there's a few others. So, what what part of the jail aren't they? Is this like there's no other inmates there? Did they clear out the inmates and say you guys get the run of the jail? Because it's they're clearly in the jail. It's very clean, by the way. Is, is this the empty part of the jail that we keep hearing about that they're not using? I thought that jail was full. Except for the empty parts that they're not using. But why is the, uh, like the if they're, they're dancing on the balcony at, yes, at, at, at the, the end, jail, at why the jail. are there like regular doors? Like my house has doors like that. Is that Are those the jail cell? Because where are the bars? And the they don't sliding? have bars anymore. There's they're no just, bars. They're just doors with they're doors. lock and key, yeah, they the got big glass. There's a slot to slide your food through. And there's like a window. So you can slide the food through in the slot. There's a window you can check on people, but it's a locked door and they can't get out. Obviously, they can't get out, but they don't have the bars anymore. Bars are gone. No more bars. It's just doors. Obviously, you haven't been in jail very much. <laughs> Not recently, anyway. Not recently. Not recently. All right. So, anyway, 608-785-7914. If you see it, I guess, let us know. Uh, you can go to our website and comment on it. It kind of ruins movies. Um, if wait, the jail, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? If, if the ruins, jails, What ruins movies? The way these jails are. Oh, I see. We can't do the whole... Point, you you take the mirror out outside of your cell outside of your there's jail still bar, bars there's still to, bars in prisons there are still oh, prisons with bars prisons and jail different thing yeah. yeah I mean the newer new jails new prisons have doors the old ones have bars 
So there are, I'm certain that there are still prisons with bars. Thank and, goodness. Yeah, because otherwise, what would the movies I mean, be? All the movies would be obsolete. Kids will be, you know, like kids don't know what phone booths are or telephones. Like we got a phone over there um, and phone books. Kids don't know what those are. And soon, someday kids won't know what jail bars are, right? Well, like you know, I noticed that, that there is actually a telephone in the jail. So they, they're, they may know. If they go to jail, they'll know what a phone is there. This should, maybe it's you should get wall. historical reference, uh, uh, historical landmark protections for because the jail. Because there's a phone? Do they have a phone there? You can do that. Yeah, I, you have to see it. Go to our website, wisdomnews.com. Um, wisdomnews.com and other places to get, uh, or the place to get other stories that we've been working on today. All right. Uh, and you can read more about our story about the Hiawatha statue being moved. For those of you who haven't heard, we talked about this yesterday, but uh, the Anthony Zimmer Hockle family have basically, uh, I don't know how this is going to work exactly. So they're basically going to make a request to the park board to relocate the statue to some private land that's outside of Caledonia. That's essentially what it, the plan is. I don't know. We don't know the specifics, how this is going to work. There's The request has not been made yet. Um, this will become, become are becoming relatively soon, I think. Uh, we're not exactly sure who's paying for it at this point. There is, I think, a sense that the city and some private fundraising are going to help pay for it, I guess. So I, I, I don't know... Um, I don't know. Ex- I don't. I don't know exactly when either. I don't think we have a plan for when this would happen. Again, the request has yet to be made, so we don't. We don't know if we're going to be if the Hiawatha statue is going to hang out through the summer, if it's going to be here through the winter. Uh, you know, the the plan is to put it on a to move it to Caledonia, put it on a new concrete base, uh, do, uh, do some fix up work with it because when you're moving that giant thing, I have no idea how much it weighs, but it's made of con- reinforced concrete. It's probably hollow. But it's made of reinforced concrete, so it's it weighs a few pounds. But you're moving that thing, and it's gonna be kind of heavy. Uh, and you're, you're probably gonna make uh, break something somewhere. So they're gonna have to do some repair work. They're gonna put it on a new pedestal. Uh, Where I guess there's gonna be a plaque in Riverside Park describing what was there at one point. Uh, there's going to be some. I don't. I don't. Not exactly sure how. You know, in terms of visitation, you know, w- w- how we're going to, if you wanted to visit the Hiawatha statue, if we, you would be able to, it's going to be on private land, but I'm guessing that's going to be part of, of this whole, this whole thing. Uh, so I, this, we'll see really is what it comes down to, but I, I you know, and I, I get it. There's a lot of people who are upset because it's part of their, their childhood I've talked to a number of people and this, you know, when this came up earlier, even last year, when this, when, when the, when we first started hearing about the possibility of taking the Hiawatha statue down, there were a lot of people who, and, and, and you hear those people on the air here quite a bit, but a lot of people have a memory of, of growing up in, in La Crosse and the Hiawatha statue being part of that. And they don't think it should go. There's also a lot of people who find this ridiculous that uh, that the Hiawatha statue should come down. And there's probably only a few people who are advocating for it to come down. And why should they be making decisions? We had some of this conversation yesterday about, you know, why are there um, the majority of people probably want it to stay there or prob- could 
be in fact indifferent and yet it's still coming down because there's a vocal minority that wants it to but we of course don't know that we don't know that they are the the minority my hunch is that they are my hunch is that the majority want it to stay that would be my hunch my hunch is that if we held as i said yesterday if we held a referendum my guess is that the majority would say yes let's keep it in place So I I guess that's what I I could we could be wrong. <laughs> and there's no way to tell. There's no way to know without you know without doing a referendum or something. So at the end of the day, what's going to happen is you're gonna have a few people who decide that the, the end is has come for the big Hiawatha statue and it's gonna go away. And why not have the family be the ones to repossess it, if you will. Why not? So I, I know there's going to be some hurt feelings. There's people who are really frustrated. Uh, you can, I mean, you can go look at, um, you know, some of the comments that, that we've seen on this, on the story that we posted, um, you know, who people are talking about, um, you know, it's it's the uh, Ho Chunk land. It should go because the Ho Chunk want it gone. Um, you know, there was a um, this this uh, this question: just how many Ho Chunk were in on the request? Probably a few that listened to the ravings of a few non-American Indians that wanted it removed. Uh, you know, a lot of people suggesting that. I like this one. The teacher artist himself was part Hiawathian. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh, part, part Iowathian oh jeez <laughs> that's great uh, Adam on Facebook says I love Hiawathian I want to be Hiawathian this land is Ho-Chunk, original homelands. We dealt with some illegal immigrants looking for asylum back in 1492. Sioux Nation is a relative nation to Ho-Chunks as well. I'm Ho-Chunk and born and raised. I'm happy this insult is leaving. So there's your variety of different views on the, uh, on the Ho-Chunk statue. We'll see where this goes. Is Eric back? Let's go to Eric. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Jerome. Yeah, I saw my offer still stands of the family wants to move that to Caledonia or wherever they're from. I, that still stands. I'll send it to you personally. But I think, I think the main thing about this whole thing is that the people across who love this statue, whether real or not, that's all they saw their whole life. It's, a, it's part of lacrosse. I think they are pissed off because they're sick and tired of political crisis getting shoved down their throat every day of the week. All right, Eric, I appreciate the call. And that's 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 all we have time for. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. A friend of mine from uh, high school stopped me once. She said, I got to get out to see you, Sheila, about getting a monument. Sheila Weezer, owner of Lacrosse Memorials. So she came and, and we visited about the idea that any more passing on what we believe as memories, such as a dish, a glass dish, or a silver bowl, or something from Grandma, is not really what the children are looking for anymore. So. She-
closing time. Open all the doors and let you. I'm in Channel's Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. Tomorrow, the big. Uh, Lacrosse Queen Cruise with Mike Hayes broadcasting live and breakfast and a cash bar and, well, me. I'll be there. Should be fun. Nice little morning for a cruise. We are on, still under that severe thunderstorm watch uh, tonight, so beware. You know, they can, they, can get, they can get pretty crazy out there. Well, I'll see you in the morning. Thanks to my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom.